Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Do you have a ton of goals and you need to make sense of your life and business and get shit done? Well, I am super excited to introduce you today to my guest, Molly Hicks. She's a brand strategist, a graphic designer, and a certified Dubsado specialist. She helps neurodiverse entrepreneurs make shit happen. Together with her clients, Molly helps business owners stuck in the copy and paste business hell develop unique brand strategies that focus on their ideal clients without compromising the business owner's personality. When not in the office, you will find Molly watching Star Trek with her partner, playing bully with her kiddo, or soaking in the tub. Molly, I'm so excited to talk with you. And I just have a question. Was it bully or I, what is that, that you play with your kid? Did it's, I read that wrong? It's bluey. It's about, bluey. A, yes. Huh. It's about a little dog family in Australia. It's hilarious. It's definitely oh, a must watch. Fun. I'll have to take a look. <laughs> yeah. Super cool. Well, I'm very excited to have you on to talk all things systems and how to get things done. So tell me, how did you start with this? What, you know, how did you end up becoming uh, a Dubsado specialist, a brand strategist and helping business owners get out of getting stuck? Yes. So it is a very amusing story, uh, <laughs> kind of all over the place. So I started out my adult life in the military. Um, and for the most part, I worked as a program manager. So essentially they would be like, Hey, we didn't follow the rules. And so there's this binder that gives us all these rules. Can you like fix it? (laughs) So they would hand me a pile of papers and I would go back through and read all of the requirements and build out systems and, um, different policies and procedures for us to implement all the things that needed to get done. And this just kept happening. I kept changing duty stations and they kept doing it. (laughs) So I just acquired these skills of essentially unfucking things is the joke is that I just come in and I do that. Um, And so when I retired in 2014, I was like, yeah, what do I do now? (laughs) I don't know what to do. I'm not in the military anymore. Um, And I decided to do something completely different. I was like, I love designing things. I love, um, just playing around with how things look. I will start a a stationary business. And so I did that. Um, I built my own website, did all the things and did that for several years. And I realized that all of my fellow stationer friends, like didn't know how to run a business. They didn't know like how the pieces went together. They didn't understand marketing or any of those other things. Um, and in the middle there, I kind of had gone back out into the corporate world and worked for a manufacturing plant as an account manager and helped them kind of solidify client experience and uh, different things like that, just as from my military's know-how and uh, kept going. (laughs) And uh, I realized that people just don't 
they, they're great creatives and just don't necessarily know how to do the behind the scenes biz stuff, like build a website or have a marketing plan or how to do client experience in general. Um, I love, I love this idea of you, you use the term unfucking themselves or getting themselves unstuck because I agree with you. I think a lot of people who start businesses, some of them start because they don't like corporate America and they want to quit. And then they find themselves in a business and there's all these other things besides whatever the business is about. So if it's a creative business, there's all these other things that are maybe not as exciting to them, like, you know, creating a process or paying the bills or anything like that, but they're vital. So you really help clients to come up with different strategies to systemize and, and, you know, basically get undone. Yeah. So what we do when we're, I worked with people is we, first of all, talk about them. Like, I want to know what TV shows they watch. I want to know what their most said phrase is, you know, what they were obsessed with when they were 12, all of those things. And then I, we start digging into their ideal client, who they want to work with. And I always explain, explain, it is not who you currently work with. It is who you want to work with. And I look at both of those things and try and find the patterns between them. And then we talk about how we can leverage that information to help them connect with those people and to help them keep those people, um, their ideal clients happy and coming back and bringing in new people into their products or experiences or services. And so just really making sure that the personality of the business owner is at the core of the business and that the struggles of the ideal client and the personality of the ideal client is also present in that business and how they intermingle. I love it. So you help them move from a copy and paste business to developing those strategies So talk a little bit about the journey. You take clients from basically doing Google searches and copying other stuff to having their own strategy. How does that transformation work? So a lot of the times I kind of figured this out along the route. And I mean, even I fell victim to it at first, but you like are essentially like, yeah, I need that thing. I don't want to think about building that thing. Let me just pull this template I found on the internet from some random person I've never met who I don't know if it's a real thing and utilize that. And then you start utilizing that, but because it's not personalized to the person's personality, I feel like I said person 17 times there, Um, but their personality, it's not tailored to their business. And so the clients, when they experience kind of those copy paste things, they're like, they might feel a little disconnected. And so we go back through and we do what I call the sticky note challenge. And we talk about all the things that are important to the business owner and important to the journey of the client. And we kind of literally sticky notes everywhere in my office and we build it out on a wall. And so that's when we start looking at, okay, they landed on your social media page, but what do they do next? What do they need to know? What mindset shifts do they have to have in order to purchase your services? And how many emails do we need to send them? How many social media posts do they need to see? What information do they need to know? And so we put the intention behind that client journey before the inquiry or before they purchase um, into that process. And so sometimes that's writing 
emails in brand voice and setting it up through ConvertKit or Flowdesk or whatever. Um, and then sometimes it's, okay, what emails, now that we have them, they've signed your contract, they're working with you. Now, what do we need to help you get all the information you need to provide the quality service that you need and like building every step along the way. So. I think that's great. I also think this idea of the sticky note challenge is really helpful, not only for business owners, but for anybody looking to achieve big goals, to make sure sure that those goals really are what they want and help them get into their journey and their dreams. Because I think often as business owners and as people, you know, I know when I, I'm going to backtrack, but I know when I became a business owner, people were like, you should do X. And so I started doing X and I'm like, I don't really like X. Yeah. And I think that happens to people too. You know, they have these goals or dreams and then they tell somebody and somebody's like, oh, well, you should do this. And so how would you walk an individual through helping them achieve their goals, whether they're a business owner or not, maybe using the sticky method or sticky note method or some other process? Yeah. So a lot of the times people have these like big goals, like I'll use a client example. I have client Y and client Y wants to write a book. And when client Y was looking at all of the different things that were going on, the book kept going at the bottom of the priority list because they were like, oh, I have to do this website and I have to do this. So during our strategy session the other day, I was like, if your major goal is writing a book, why aren't you prioritize writing a book? And so we kind of broke down how the book, that major goal, if they broke it down into little pieces could actually help them complete the other things that they need to get done, like social media and blog posts and all those things. So, um, we reverse engineered things. So, um, for that person, they are neurodivergent. So we color coded things in a way that made sense to them and broke down like, okay, you're going to write a chapter and you can't post about it. You can't write a blog about it until you've written this chapter. You can't do a training about it until you've written this chapter. Um, and that little fire underneath them to do the thing. Um, but in other regards, if like we'll say client C, um, client C has a specific revenue goal. Um, a lot of times people would be like, oh, I just want to make, you know, 4k a month. It's a random number, but 4k a month. Um, but then at the end of the year, they're like, yeah, but I didn't hit whatever big goal they had in their head. I always tell them to start with their annual goals and then break them down quarterly and then monthly and then weekly. So how many discovery calls do I need to get so many sales to reach my revenue goals? How many, different types of services do I need to offer or do I need to raise my prices? And like we dig into those things and half the time we get a lot of different things and we schedule them out intentionally to make sure that they actually devote time to doing all those things. And um, like, okay, if I do need a discovery call, what do I need to do to make sure I book a discovery call? Okay, well, I have to show up at places where my ideal client lives 
which for most of my clients is Instagram or Facebook. Um, but I have some clients where that is not where they live. <laughs> they live, you know, out in the world and they have to go network with people. Um, so we kind of look at like the big thing and break it down into as many little pieces as we can um, so that they can really have like tangible checklist items that they can check off each day, each week. I love that. It's about breaking it down. And I think that's, what's really key is a lot of times people have these goals, uh, like writing a book or making a certain amount of money and they don't really break it down to see what it would take to make it. And when you do break that down, I actually had a client who wanted to double her revenue for the year, which was a big task. And when we really started talking about it, I asked her this one question and I said, well, are you willing to work double the hours? Because she wasn't planning on hiring staff or a oh. team. And she was like, well, no. And I said, well, then you need to change your pricing structure because you charge by the hour. And oh. that really was eye-opening for her because the reality is, is nobody really needs to know how long it takes her to do something they're hiring her for the job to be done and her expertise. So she was able to change her rates so that she was actually making more money and doing, doing better. And she was able to hit that goal, but it didn't occur to her that she was going to have to work double the time to make double the money. And that's simply because, you know, she hadn't broken it down and she hadn't thought about it in a month and per week basis. Yes. And I like, I'm always telling my clients, like, you got to go back to where there's actual facts because we tell ourselves so much bullshit. Like, well, I can't raise my prices. Well, why not? Yeah. I can't change my packages. Well, why not? Oh, I want to shift a niche down more. I can't do that because I already have clients that are in this niche, but why can't you do that? And it's most of the time just BS. We're just yeah. like lying to ourselves. And so I'm always like, look at analytics, look at how mm -hmm. your posts perform. Hey, when you wrote that post, on social, when you were like really excited about something, did that outperform when you were just posting to post? Did, yeah. you know, more people land on your landing page when you went on a soapbox and you were dramatic. Um, yeah. and like the more like across the board, almost every time it's like when they are fully standing in their authenticity and they're coming out and being themselves wholly in their business, that's when people show up. And, um, so when I tell people to go back and look at the numbers, like, look at the facts, take your emotions outside of it. Look at the facts. What's it telling you and create your goals based off of those facts. Yeah. And you actually have something tangible. You're not like, I'm just gonna like totally triple my income this year. Yeah. Okay. How are you going to do it? And what do the numbers tell you is feasible this year? And what would you need to do in order to make that happen? Um, like if there's no, like there has to be logic. I'm like, I'm always like playing business Spock essentially. I really yeah. like Star Trek where it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's great Captain Kirk, but, um, real life, <laughs> how yeah. are we going to do that? Uh, so, and I think it's also about why you're reluctant to change whatever it is. And it's usually not the first answer. It could be because I got negative feedback last time I posted something that went, you know, bigger on social or for her, it was, do you know how long it took me to create my pricing sheet? I don't want to do that again. 
<laughs> that was it. But it really, we had to really dig down to get to yeah. that point. And then it was like, she's like, oh, that sounds dumb. And I'm like, it doesn't sound dumb. That's the reason you don't want to change your prices. And that's the, also the reason that'll stop you from doubling your income. Yeah. Because you spent a lot of time the first time putting that together and it was hard work and you don't want to do that again. You you've checked that box. So that sailed. Um, I do have a question. You have brought up the term neurodivergent and neurodiverse. Can yes. you tell us what does that mean? So um, most people are familiar with people who have Tourette's or autistic or have ADHD. Um, these people with have a different type of brain structure kind of thing. I, I am so not a scientist, um, but essentially <laughs> our brains work different. So I have Tourette's. I shake like a small chihuahua. I sound like a baby velociraptor at occasion. Um, and it's totally normal for me. <laughs> um, I can't control it. My brain just does it. Um, and so like the way our brains kind of pattern are different than someone who is normal brained. Um, and as neither one of those things are bad, they're just different. And so a lot of times there's issues with executive function, um, object permanence, or just like overwhelmed by way too many things, which I think a lot of people experience, but there's just an extreme level that goes with it. And so, um, having systems, having standard operating procedures, having automation tools kind of help people move through that. And there's actually a larger population of people in the entrepreneurial world that are neurodiverse or neurodivergent, um, people who are in the normal workforce. And most of the time it's because we, we keep asking why, like, why are we doing that? What, 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 what purpose does that serve? Um, and so, and it's because, it's because, uh, if it doesn't make sense to us, we aren't going to go along with it kind of thing. Um, and so I, I don't know if you've been on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Do you live I'm on TikTok? A, okay. I actually, my dog is on TikTok. Oh. <laughs> She's a little dog influencer. Yeah. How adorable. Um, but there's like ADHD talk, um, where people are talking more about their neurodiverseness. Um, and a lot of people are realizing that what they experienced is why do I feel different? Why do I not fit in is actually because they went undiagnosed till adult adulthood that they, they themselves are neurodivergent. Um, so there's actually like this big, huge movement of people realizing things about themselves, um, yeah. through TikTok. So that's awesome. I think one of the things I think we can all relate to needing to know why sometimes or asking a lot of questions. And I love that you've developed this really as your niche to be able to help people kind of move past getting stuck so that they can truly step into themselves and shine. So I love that. Um, so one of the things that you mentioned is that you like to create systems. So yeah. if if one had set maybe a goal or resolution and it never got off the ground and we're not calling any judgment out here mm -mm. or, you know, February rolled around and that is furthest from somebody's mind, what tips or tricks would you give them to be able to get 
back on track and breathe some life into that goal? So the first thing that I typically ask if somebody had a goal and it keeps just not happening is, is it really a goal that you want or is it a goal that you think you're supposed to have? Because a lot of times we put pressure on ourselves to reach a certain thing because somebody told us we need to. So that's always the first thing that I ask is, is this your goal or someone else's goal that you're trying to implement? Um, And if the answer is it really is your goal and this is like your heart is set on doing this, then okay, then what is preventing you? Like what is the big thing that's stopping you? And most of the time it is that we set the goal of like, I will have a new website. Well, that's a very large thing. So then we have to be like, okay, what do I need to do? To For build somebody that that's done some websites. Yes. That can be very <laughs> daunting. <laughs> I, I use that example a lot because I have a tendency myself to overgeneralize a task where I'm like, I'll just build that client's website today. That, that is not getting done today. Just to be clear. Um, there's too many things that happen. So if, if the goal is something along those lines where they just overgeneralize what needs to happen, then it's like, okay, let's talk about all the different things that have to happen in order for that big goal to happen. And we break that down again. So the first, I, the first tip I have is definitely reflect on what is super important to you about that goal and kind of find some motivation within that. Um, but then next is to literally word vomit, all the things that have to go with that goal and then walk away. Like totally word vomit on that piece of paper in Asana on your Google notebook, wherever you're taking notes and then come back a day or two later and prioritize how those things have to go. Like what has to happen first before these other things can happen and then walk away and then come back and then set dates to all of those things and then assign them actual time on your calendar to get those things done and try and keep it into like whatever your optimal work time is. Like for me, it's an hour, um, chunks at a time for other people, it's 20 minutes. So however, those chunks work for you, you prioritize those on your calendar in order, um, and give yourself breaks and time. And if you don't reach your goal, when you thought you were going to reach your goal, don't beat yourself up is the biggest thing because shit happens. I love this process. I think one of the things that happens with a lot of people is we set, and myself included, we set goals or resolutions and we don't actually create the plan for Mm -hmm. them to come to life. So you mentioned reflecting on why we really want that goal. Mm -hmm. And many times people set their goals or resolutions based on stuff they think they should have done last year especially around like weight loss or getting healthy. Um, So I love that getting back to why this really is your goal. And then that brain dump of all the things. And I I envision you could do that with a bunch of post-its since you love post-its. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. There there literally was a, a uh, a D stash of the sticky notes, like an hour ago. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a big paper person. So I have actually had, you know, those big post-it papers. Mm -hmm. So I love post-its, but I like the big sheets and then I put them on my wall. Um, so uh, really that brain dump of everything you need to do for that goal. And then 
I love that you've built in the walking away because I think it's really important to take some time and let that sit. And also it stops you from becoming overwhelmed. So walking away and then sorting it. And then the the big key is when am I going to do it? And when is it on my calendar? Many, many clients that I work with, they have these huge goals. And I'm like, when are you going to work on that? (laughs) Oh, I think I might have some time next week. It's like, put it in your calendar. You can always move it around. So that's the one thing I think people get worried about. Well, what happens if, you know, my kid has an emergency or, you know, something comes up and I need to take a meeting with my boss? Well, take the meeting, handle the emergency, just move that block of time. Yeah. And like, I've done some reflecting on my own. Cause I was like, I did not reach majority of my goals last year. And when I looked back at like my calendar, I realized I didn't prioritize my own business last year. Like I didn't have Molly work on her business time. So when I was reworking everything, um, during my work hiatus of the holidays, um, I implemented Molly Mondays and Molly Mondays I only do my own work. Like I write blog posts, I optimize workflows, I write copy, whatever I need to do for my own business on that day. And then I do client days all the other rest of the week. But then I always know that I'm prioritizing my own stuff. And the same thing could be the case, like personally too, where it's like, okay, I can make appointments for, you know, the house or I can do whatever, but let's dedicate like X amount of hours each week to myself and take care of myself. Um, and that's been a huge help in helping me achieve my goals and always know like, Oh, I'll just schedule that on Monday. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's a key too. I noticed that you love soaking in the tub or taking baths. That's one of my favorite ways to relax and regroup. And I think it's so important to plan self self care, but also to actually do it. So often people, you know, put themselves at the bottom of the list and they take care of everybody else and they don't take care of themselves. So I love that. That's one of your, your hobbies. (laughs) Yes. It's very important. Everybody knows if I'm cranky and bitchy, I need to find a water source of someplace. (laughs) I need a shower. I need a bath. I need to drink some water. Something's happening. (laughs) Oh, I love that. You need a water source. I I love the beach. So I always Mm. try and schedule as many vacations as I can at the beach. I find that very, very soothing. Uh, Funny story, though. I will not book a hotel or an Airbnb without knowing if it's a tub or a shower, because if it does (laughs) not have a tub, I'm out. (laughs) Yes, I'm okay if there's a swim up pool. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Tub tub or a swim up pool. Definitely need it. Yeah, for sure. All right. So if one wanted to work with you, Molly, how would they connect? How could they, what could they expect to um, work with you on? Oh my, the possibilities. (laughs) Most of the time I say that if people have evolved past the, I'm just going to grab that template off Google and they're like, "Eh, I'm just not happy with my copy paste situation. And I want it to be more meaningful. I want to work with different people and I want intention behind it. Uh, that's when, that's when it's time to work with me. Um, and I have various ways that people can work with me. I offer one-on-one strategy. 
done for you strategy. And then I also have a monthly membership, which is group strategy, uh, where we seriously make shit happen. Um, so you could head to mollyhicks.com and, um, all the information is there, but if you go to mollyhicks.com backslash chat, you can schedule a call with me and um, we can figure out what the best next step is for you and your business. I love it. Thank you so much, Molly, for joining us today on the Bold Gold Crusher podcast. I know that I have several notes of how to bring my dreams and goals alive. And I learned a new term today. So that's always a good day. So I appreciate you coming on and dropping nuggets of wisdom with us. Oh, it was a pleasure. I'm so glad that I got to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast, where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word goal to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word goal. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.